Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. You're tuned into another episode of the Cooking with Dan podcast. Today we've got, again, another special guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Um, I go by the name of Chop God, uh, representing the east side of Atlanta. I'm a creator. What part of the east side? Stone Mountain. Stone Mountain, Stone Mountain. So that's Zone 6, or what's that? What's that? Uh, I guess. Okay, okay. I'm just yeah, I don't to claim. Out. I don't claim Zone 6, you know, because that's, uh, that's Atlanta. So, right. like, I'm I, on I the... feel like it's more so Boulder Crest, bro. Yeah, because that's, like... Yeah. So you're more of an adventurous mountainist type. Yeah, guy. you know what I'm saying. I I, I can actually climb the mountains. How many times? When know? the last time you climbed it? Uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, I was up there a couple. Before it got cold, I was up there. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the weather fucked it up. So yeah, I, nice little sunset. You know yeah. What I'm oh, the sunset. You, did you go up there with a lady? Nice little sunset, you know what I mean? But yeah, continue to tell, tell us more about yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, I came up uh, on the east side. Um, got into producing around uh, 2007-ish. Just like fucking around with it. Not serious, but it was something to do. I saw, you know... There was an era of like you just getting on because you make good music and you put it out on YouTube and mm-hmm. somebody saw it and you know so I'm like why can't I do this mm-hmm. shit <laughs> you know what I'm saying internet was popping it was a, it was early in the internet stage so uh, I'll be honest like Soldier Boy doing that shit that he did like just putting out music and the audience just fucked with it just. With no machine machine behind it, and it was like the first thing that you've seen like that. Like mm-hmm. you just in your bedroom making music, and now you a bunch of like millions of people know your music. So there is no debate about it that Soldier Boy used YouTube to the optimum. Yeah, <laughs> definitely more so than I can't think of anybody else. Whether you like his music, whether you think in my space, my space too. Right. It was like it was he used social media, and like I heard like well I know he would change the the names of songs and like he said like he put Fifty Cent. Like when Fifty Cent uh, in the club was out, mm-hmm. and he would put that as the title, but it would be his song. Right, right, right. Early, tra- yeah. Like he, only clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, the early, early clickbait. clickbait days. Yeah. Now so, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people who uh, obviously now get involved with YouTube because it's the ideal platform for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to YouTube. YouTube for any of your media needs <laughs> YouTube I commercial will, I will be plugging all brands that I love <laughs> in this podcast in hopes to get a check from shout someone shout out to YouTube <laughs> right. you've been holding it down since the early 2000s nah but seriously I think there's a lot of people who kick themselves who are in the media now who could have been into it back then mm-hmm. just just was like ah oh, that's it's cool to just use this as a platform to laugh at videos while some other people was like oh I can do this goofy shit and millions of people can see it too yeah like, exactly so yeah I mean even for a lot of people it's just like damn mm-hmm. I'm late on this one yeah <laughs> it's kind of like bitcoin like damn I should have bought some coins for five dollars eight years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so 
So how, tell us from 2007, like what made you serious about it? What made you think like, okay, like, this, um, this is something that's going to... I was just messing around with uh, Fruity Loops around the time. Didn't really know how to use it like that. And um, messing around with the sounds and, and stuff like that. But uh, sampling was, was, I was big on sampling at that time. And um, it was, it was like... You can't, you know, now you can't really like monetize that type of shit. So it was like, I can't keep doing this. Like I can't keep sampling and shit and and not being able to like make money off of it. Right. Basically, by getting like the proper clearing. Yeah. So I had to kind of like learn how to actually make beats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but at the same time, I noticed that it was so like saturated. Like everybody started doing it. Like everybody started making beats at the same time because mm-hmm. they saw how you can just come up off of putting your shit out on the internet. Like the early days, like that. But I didn't really get anything from producing. I liked to do it like back then, but there was, I didn't get any like major artists checking out my shit. Um, I didn't have no homies that just like was rapping at the time mm-hmm. i was just making to, to beats kind of just pair with. you know what i mean so yeah. i i kind of fell off of it you know what i mean i, I kind of fell out of love with it like I, even though i kept doing it it was just no reason to you know what i'm saying i was still working at my job and not making money off music so how did you get the name chop guy um that that that's a fast forward to like 2012 ish mm-hmm um, that's the end of the world. You survived that? I survived at the end of the world. Shit, man, that's crazy. <laughs> you survived it? Thank goodness. <laughs> Kev didn't say nothing like he was going to enter. Like he was going to enter the interview. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but come on, man, come on. Man. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. He's, not, he's not in here. He's not in here for real. <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah. I say like 2012-ish. Um, I got, I like fell into the chopping screwed lane. I remember back early 2000s when Mike Jones was popping uh, Paul Wall and stuff like you that. You tried to call that number? On that? 281-330-8004. Yeah, you're right. Hit Mike Jones up. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Well, actually, I, I probably did call that number. You did. You did. I, 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 I probably did. I don't remember. But um, I think back in the day, like... I've heard those songs chopped and screwed, and I feel like nobody around me, like none of my friends, used to listen to that shit. So I just remember like hearing that, and then um, fast forward to like 2012 ish. There's a group named um, the Chop Stars, and um, they're out of Houston. They're like the biggest, you know. I mean, that's the culture down there. They they like right, chopped right. and screwed. So. Um, they would chop and screw brand new songs like Drake songs and R&B songs and stuff like that so it was it was like new to me it was like I didn't know they still do this you know what I mean I was like wow like this is an untapped uh, area that yeah it's popping in Houston but I'm in Atlanta and I I like this shit so (laughs) so before Mike Jones had you liked any of that Houston, like Bun B or Paul Wall or any of that I, wave? I, 
I was in and out of it. Like I, I liked the UGK, UGK, and then, but I didn't get into the Chopper Screw shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew DJ Screw, I knew his mixtapes, but I didn't get into it like that. Right. I was more influenced by that era of just uh, Paul Wall and, and the, you know what I'm saying the the Mike Jones shit. What what really uh got me into it, it was um just the newer songs that come out and you chopping and screwing it like I never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm listening to like new Drake songs chopping and screwing. I'm like. It sounds to me. It sounds like it's supposed to sound like this. You know what I mean? It's like, and I don't know if other people hear this, but that's what intrigued me to it. So I'm like, I gotta learn how to do this <laughs> because nobody's doing this. It's definitely not in Atlanta. It's not. It's not our culture. It kind of is because everybody's drinking lean, and you know, what I'm saying everybody. That's like the cool thing to do. But don't drink lean. Do <laughs> right. you know right. what I mean? <laughs> Everybody raps about it, so uh, obviously somebody's drinking lean. <laughs> but it's okay to drink lean, but I gotta say don't. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, don't do drugs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, be safe. <laughs> just, just be safe. Yeah, be safe. But go ahead. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the members of the Chop Stars, his name is Slim K, and I just randomly hit him up on Twitter. And was like, what's up, man? Um, I like what you do. Can you teach me how to do this shit? He was the coolest nigga. Like, he, he hit me up. And he was like, so um, you can get this program. You can get this program. He showed the programs that, that he used and gave me some options. And kind of broke it down. Like, how do you, how do you, how, do you, how he does it? And I was just like... This nigga is like really showing me how to do this. This is this is some cool shit. Mm-hmm. He's he's on a team of like official niggas. You know what I'm saying? The OG, his name is OG Ron C, um, from Houston. Uh, they do like the the official chops chopping screw like like let's say. Um, what new album? Let's say, let's say a new Drake album comes out. Drake will actually hit OG Ron C up and be like, "I'm gonna have you chop and screw my album." You know what I'm saying? It's like the official shit. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be on that team. Here's the problem. <laughs> I decided to name myself Chop Guy, mm-hmm. right? Without even. Being even doing anything. Right, you jumped off the porch and the porch wasn't even built. He was like, hey. I said, fuck it. (laughs) So, I I, I figured, like, how else can can I get my name out there? Like, I have to, it's the shock factor of who is this nigga? And he's he's Chop Guy? So if I hit these niggas up and and ask them for some advice or just like holler at them, they're gonna look at my name and be like, "Wait a minute, who chop guy? Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, so that was my my initial plan, but I didn't go with it at first. The whole chop guy thing was just I wanted to name a mixtape series Chop God, 
and just keep my name or you know what I'm saying just keep a regular name because my my producer name at the time was major and I was gonna be major but my chop chop God series was gonna be like chop God uh, presents blah 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 you know what I'm saying right but when it came out you know people were like fucking with it so it was like I guess I might as well be Chop God, you know what I'm saying? And from there, I just kind of took it and, and ran with it because nobody from here is gonna was gonna challenge me because that's not what they do. Like I'm, yeah, right. I'm in, I'm in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say I'm the best in Houston because I'm not. That would be very silly. To <laughs> yeah, do that. that would be <laughs> dumb as hell. <laughs> but. I, I make it clear that yo, I'm Chop God, but I'm the best in Atlanta, and I want to represent that culture in Atlanta because I feel like I feel like in general that culture is is um, is global. I mean, I, I get I get the damn stats. People in other countries they love the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I get I get plays from. New Zealand and all these other places and it's like it's not just us you know so, speaking of those stats and like uh, the past year 2017 uh, was kind of a transitionary year for you in terms of going from the chopped and screwed lane to kind of like more into a producer more into yeah. an original creative production lane I'd say which is where you started in 2007 right so it seemed like you kind of went up, uh, up and down and back and forth in 2017 yeah so tell us about that I think it was really because 2017 like the, the beginning it was uh, it was just a lot of frustration because like you can name any website I've been banned from all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or copyright. Yeah. So or, it was just, yeah. yeah, it was just a frustration thing. It was like, I've had two YouTube pages taken down. I've had four SoundCloud pages taken down. I've had, I've been banned from that Piff. I've been like, uh, banned from what else? I can't even think of, I've, you know, just, you know, banned from cooking from cooking with Dan. <laughs> yeah, all these bands. Uh, actually, I've been banned. This interview show. Right? I've been banned from <laughs> from everything. So I mean, that was just the frustration of like I give up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making money off this, mm-hmm. and then I just like pretty much focused on producing. Um, uh, I met an artist and. Um, He's, you know what I'm saying, been, like, he's out here in these streets. I'm not that type of person. I'm, I'll be in the crib creating. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the clubs like that. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So, I, when I see him and he's actually going for it, I'm like, I fuck with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, like, I can give him what I, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the music and he's gonna actually go out there and and make it be known that I I'm I'm out here trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I've always wanted to work with somebody like that. You know what I mean? Just 
just willing to just go out there and no, you know what I'm saying, not knowing anybody, but just putting yourself out there. You Can know what I'm saying? Can you tell us the artist's name yet, or is it too early? Uh, no, it's not too early. His name is Lance Cobain. Um, he put out a, a album. I did produce only one track from it. Um, now I'm 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 all in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm producing most of the, the songs on it. Um, I'll be honest. Like it was an early it was early stages when he was uh, working on this project, and I kind of molded his sound to where I would really fuck with it, and he fucks with it now. So it's like we're on the same page now. Oh yeah, everybody go gotta go through that. Yeah. creative and like gelling process yeah. and everything is rough and I mean unless you Kanye or like one of them type guys who can just really go in there and put it together like everything is rough at the beginning especially if you uh, if you knew if you knew to that lane or mm-hmm. whatever if you knew or if you not knew yeah you know what I'm saying so that's awesome that she was able to like work with that artist and see that growth and that's still there and that's still working uh, yeah so working with him were you working with anybody else during that time um no not really it's just like he was the only person that I feel like was really going for it you mm-hmm. know what I mean so y'all still like got things going I produce so. I produce you know what I'm saying just in general but like I said, he was the only person that I feel like going for it. Like mm-hmm. being an artist. Like mm-hmm. this is me and I'm I'm putting whatever I need to do to actually make it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, yeah, I, everybody wants to rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yo, send me some tracks, blah blah blah. You know, I hear that all the time. But I, I wanna see the work. Yeah. I wanna see you actually Doing shows, doing, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get your shit played. You know what I'm saying? Hitting DJs up. Stuff like that. Like, going for it. So, I, like, after doing this all these years, I, I stopped, like, listening to people. Like, when they say, yo, I rap, I sp-, you know what I'm saying? I spit, like, send me some shit. I'll be like, I, got, I need to hear you. Like, I need to hear what you got. Where what are you working with? You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's another thing that turned me off from producing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and it's like, what I look like sending you my shit, so you can then go to the studio and just finish up your record, and then put <laughs> right. out with my beat. Yeah. And then you gonna have me looking lame, lame, talking about, oh, that was my beat. Mm-hmm. You ran off with, which I mean, that happens to a lot of producers nowadays. Like, I mean, you know, it's kind of tough out here, and it in the industry because a lot of people uh, don't have to be signed with anyone anymore you gotta just, deal with a lot of fuck boys on a business type level exactly. you know what I'm saying so you gotta be fuck boy proof out here <laughs> <laughs> hashtag for episode 3 cooking with Dan fuck boy proof fuck boy proof <laughs> so so as far as like with Lane's um the, this producer name um Troy Taylor, he's uh, he's mainly a um, R&B producer, but he's trying to get some new energy, and um, he's taking a liking to my artist Lane Scobain. So um, Troy Taylor, he's worked with um, Boys to Men, you know SWV, 
um, shit, he's responsible for Trey Song's whole career, basically. He's he's one of them niggas that's just like an OG in the game, you know what I'm saying? Writes, produces, engineers, all that type of stuff. So, he's one of the guys that we have in our corner. Um, How y'all linked up again? Um, no, he, I don't know. I really don't know how he met, he linked up with him, but shit, he he told me like, yo, just come through. I went to his crib. He has a, a studio in his crib. Um, the studio got plaques everywhere. It's what if you like, were pulling up the R. Kelly open the door? <laughs> I would have been like, uh, <laughs> yo, you is a legend, but damn, what's going on with you, bro? You would have went in. You would have went in. <laughs> Keep it above. You would have went in there. If R. Kelly opened the door. Oh, you would have joined the group. Right, let's, let's move right along. <laughs> I would have been like, this is hey, weird. Look, hey, me and Chop got doing our drink champs impression tonight. We done had a couple. Hey, we done down, down both about all of them. Yeah, we, we, uh, so, yeah. We almost did. We a little bit slurred a couple minutes. <laughs> but nah, go, go ahead, though. Nah, so um, we already know you were going to R. Kelly house. We'll skip that part. Oh right. yeah, the R. Kelly was <laughs> R. Kelly wasn't there, by the way. So when I, I pulled up to the uh, studio, um, had a uh, meeting with with him. Basically, he told us like the plan of how to get notice. So, and I'm gonna listen to him because he's he, he's the OG. He been he been doing this. So right, he, he's right. basically yeah, like, you shut up and listen. yeah. He was basically like, I'm the producer. You we're gonna uh, find five songs that have kind of the same sound, but very catchy, ready for the radio, ready for. So whenever like one of them's got a stick you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I listen to it and I'm like I listen to him I'm like yeah we that sounds good to me cause that's basically what's going on these days like you you pick a sound and if one catches you just keep hitting them with the same shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically I tell you like alright can you not can you not Cardi B me to do right <laughs> so, Cardi B I love you <laughs> Yeah, I fuck with Cardi B. Yeah. Um, but um, I I just say like that was my first experience with because I don't know any famous people. I don't know any industry people. I'm not that guy. I'm a I'm a independent nigga that just trying to make it out here. And that was my so first. You're, you're a fancy. You're an independent woman. I'm, independent, <laughs> I'm an independent nigga. Yeah, I'm an independent. I'm, I'm independent. Right. Okay. I don't need bills. 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 <laughs> Can you pay one? No. Uh, <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, that was my first time like having a, like an industry meeting like that, and it it was very eye opening because it was like this is this is the this is the business I've been wanting to be in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. This was what all the work was for. Yeah, and to to hear that is like, and I you know I was able to play music from my phone like to him and cause he didn't want to hear it on a big speaker like he he, he was wanted like to hear it from the consumers and- yeah he wanted to like be like everything sounds good on these big ass speakers I want to hear what you got right the finished product exactly on the on the, How on the phone how who, someone who's gonna buy this song is gonna hear it right out of there, and device. I was able to play my beats play 
couple references and uh, all that type of stuff like and he was fucking with it so we're working on the project it's it's i'd say it's about 75 percent done and um we're just trying to work out some some money things and uh shit we'll be ready around springtime we'll see what happens so that's what's up yeah so tell us about spotify that that's kind of it kind of wrapped up 2017 for you with Spotify, wasn't it? So, yeah. Um, By the way, you don't get to just sign up and put your stuff on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Spotify reaches out to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Spotify so. say, hey, we see you out your bro. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can go and send us a link. In fact, here's the link. <laughs> but tell us about so, Spotify. So, I, one day, and this is really random. One day... You know, when them light bulbs just, just boom, like, yeah. <laughs> I had an idea. I was like, yo, Spotify has this playlist called Rap Caviar. It's basically all the hot songs for for the, the month, basically. And they kind of update it as it goes along, but it's the hottest songs, you know, Cardi B's, you know, the all this stuff, type of stuff. So I'm like... What if I named an album Chop Caviar? Chopped and screwed all of the hottest songs on the Rap Caviar playlist. So I was like, huh. I know ain't nobody ever did this before. Let me Google. Uh, nope, we're good. Got started on it, and I'm like, this is brilliant. <laughs> like, this is like every every song is, is banging. And... I saw, I, I like, I knew that it would catch on because Spotify, I think, is one of the most, I think it's the biggest streaming platform. It probably, probably Apple, no, it's Spotify is number one, but like Apple Music is probably like number two. So, um, I think like the curator of rap, the rap caviar playlist is like, the most influential like you if you get your shit on the rap caviar playlist and you're like not known like that you you will be the, that nigga you know what i'm saying wow like once it's on that playlist because it, it adds up the streaming numbers and it just people just play that shit all day like because mm-hmm. it's the newest shit People always want the newest shit. So now that I'm associated with it, like you can go to my page, Chop God, on Spotify. You can see that blue check. I'm official, verified. That's on Spotify, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, but all of my albums, um, I have officially three official albums. They're on all um, streaming platforms: Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Tidal. Amazon, iHeartRadio, all that type of stuff. Um, all chopped and screwed. I figured a way to, to finesse the system. So that's how I'm rocking for t- all 2018. I have a plan. I'm going to put out one mixtape every month for 2018. Collect them checks. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> so. The system 
is here to be defeated. <laughs> not to be defeated by. They've been trying to take me out the game for so long, and I figured out a way to, to, to capitalize. Sound like the system defeated. <laughs> so 2018, I'm winning. So you dropped Chop Caviar 1 in what, December 2017? That was December, yeah. So basically a little Christmas, a little... Christmas mm-hmm. album. Was there any Christmas songs on there? <laughs> no, there was. There was not no Christmas songs. <laughs> so Chop Caviar dropped. Um, I remember I was seeing the your Instagram poster. It was like five thousand streams, whatever, whatever. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar with that platform. <laughs> Although I am now that you are on it. Then you was like, I ain't dropping Chop Caviar too. So they get 10,000 streams, right? Mm-hmm. And then Memo had 10,000 streams pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Did you have Chop Caviar 2 ready? Or did you have to kind of be like, uh-oh? <laughs> no, I, I mean, not trying to sound cocky, but I knew it was going to hit 10,000. Mm-hmm. But I had it I had it ready. And um, I, was just, I was just looking at the numbers. And then on the day that it hit that 10,000, I was like, I'm going to press the button. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be the next one, and shit. That's it's January now, February. I'm gonna drop another one. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. I'm probably not gonna drop a cap trap chop caviar three next month. It's probably gonna be an R and B mix, but um, that's that's a series that's gonna keep going. I gotta keep going with that. You gotta keep collecting checks. Gotta get the checks. <laughs> I'm trying to get checks too. So if anybody working for a major company is listening to this, looking for a spokesperson or just a voice for their company, listen to my voice. Isn't it brilliant? Okay. <laughs> Guys, keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> so, uh, what's up with the podcast? Uh, yeah. So about that. Um, my podcast is the Chop Godcast. I haven't been consistent with it. I haven't been focused on it. I'm just all uh, focused on music. That's and, awesome. you know, That's, like... Oh, you stay busy? Well, I mean, I want... I'll, I'll just put it like this. As far as where it started... I'm I'm proud that I I did like a whole year of consistent podcasting. You know what I mean? After that year, I was just like, I have to get money. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? and that's all I'm about to say. Focus on what's <laughs> making you money right yeah, now. Yeah, I have to get so that when you get free time, you can jump over to the, okay. I pick right back up on this. Yeah. Now that I got some checks coming in. Yeah. Dad needs some checks. <laughs> so if there's any women out there that got checks too, I, I'll collect it. All right, never mind. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm not saying it's done. I mean, fifty is like my cutoff. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying my podcast is over with but um it's still it's still up on you know uh iTunes you can search for it chop Godcast. um shout out to Aubrey he came up with that name for me um he also came up with the uh my famous tag is uh get in chop from uh Grand Theft Auto 5 mm-hmm. um, 
that's when the dog actually gets into the uh, the game and you can control it, blah, blah, blah. So I, I really want to know, like, how, if people really know where that's from, <laughs> like when they hear that. It's, it's, it's a cool sound. And I, I, I got to um, gotta salute Aubrey for that. He, he told me it was like, yo, get in, chop. Like, you should use you should use that. I was like, hmm. Went and sampled it, put it in there. I've been using it ever since. It's been like five years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I even put it in my uh in my beats. Like that's my tag. That's my official tag. Yeah. I give a shout out to Aubrey too, man. He's uh that's that's one of my guys that I hang out with all the time and um he can do a lot. He's in the living room right now editing stuff that we spent twelve hours shooting yesterday mm. that he directed. Wow. And did whatever and today instead of just chilling he got off work and he's in there pumping out that so like you know it's shout out to Aubrey shout out to Adrian shout out to Kevin shout out to me very last because I'm the least talented of all these guys I'm just <laughs> so, so happy can I ask you a question so Dan? happy to be around these guys I want to um, thank you for having me on this platform like you know, you I want to. No, I want. Oh, no, nah. I just, oh, I just want to. I just want to congratulate you <laughs> on starting this podcast. You know, like, what is this episode three? Three. Yes. Um, you know, we 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 talked about you know you starting the podcast and and, and you actually doing it now. So I I want to congratulate you and um like for actually executing. Right. You know what I mean. So. I want to know where the, the cooking with Dan came from. Like, <laughs> so that's so funny because I love this story. So one of my coworkers at a place that I used to work at, um, one of my coworkers at the place I used to work at, her name is Natasha. She was a cook, and she is one of the nicest, sweetest people I've ever met. We always used to laugh, whatever, whatever, whatever. So. I would go back there behind the chef's line and I would pretend like I was spending like an order, like an order pop up. I'd be like, Natasha, don't worry, I got it. So I go out there, I was like, yeah, me and you gonna start a cooking show like how Julia, not Julia Childs, but what was the old lady who used to, it was a real old lady who used to have people on every day and they cook, whatever. So she said, yeah. We gonna start a cooking show. It's gonna be called <laughs> Cooking with Diane. And she used to say it like that every time. So when she see me, she always used to be like, Cooking with Diane. And that was just kind of like the either the icebreaker for the day or the inside joke mm-hmm. when we would just act goofy and talk. Yeah. So during that time, that was probably like early last year, I already was thinking about um doing a podcast ever since the morning after show ended in 2016 I think. Shout out to the morning yeah, after shout show. Shout out to the morning after show. <laughs> R.I.P. the morning after show. <laughs> shout out to again, Aubrey, Joe, Stephanie, and everybody that was a part of that show as well. The My Partner Them. Yeah, that was a fun, fun time. We did 50 episodes of that show mm. and it kind of Kind of also piggyback off you saying about me wanting to start a podcast. I look back at that. I'm so happy we did that because that was a lot of practice for me to feel confident and even wanting to do this. Right. So 
the Cooking with Nan title came from my friend Natasha because I consider her my friend. Like I haven't seen her in a while. I text her every now and then, but like she's super cool. I hope she gets to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Natasha. Cooking with Nan is a real thing. Cooking with Nan. <laughs> Cooking we, with Nan. We made it. We made it. <laughs> That's what's up. So yeah, now this is this is turning to an interview with me. I like this. Keep words the next question. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean Fred to be like that, but you know, I was curious. You know, I, I like I just wanted to congratulate you. I mean, like I'm honored that you wanted me on the uh, podcast. You know, I don't know why, but you know, no nah, man. I mean, you. So like, I met you. Probably what two years ago or three years? Has it been longer than that? Maybe three I, years ago. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't really up. remember first time I met you. I can't but. keep up. But I know you through Aubrey. I know you through crazy. I've known Aubrey and Adrian for like ten years or so, like that. Right. But. So we always just been cool. So like yeah. I always fuck with what you got going on, and we always kind of support each other just effortlessly. Like yeah. I feel like the reach out was not even like necessary. I feel like I could have just texted you and be like, "Hey, bro, come on up. We doing a podcast." Right. <laughs> and you would have been like, "Okay." I'll be like, and "Bet." It's kind of what happened, even though we've arranged this before. Yeah. I just hit you up today and was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah. He was like, uh, "I'm just." Go yeah. Pull up. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so now I appreciate you having me on your last podcast. We talking about Tyler, which was dope. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Um, that was yeah, dope. That, that was awesome. Like we gonna, yeah, yeah. We probably gonna end up with uh, with our own show. Bet. You'll be DJ Academics. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be Joe Budden? No, 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 um, shit. Watch music videos. And what's your favorite like ones right now? That's like you fucking with them. Um, I fuck with the Amigos. The Amigos new shit. The motorsport one. Yeah, that, that video. That cool. video is dope. Like, that video is tough. I don't like. I mean, not that I don't like that song, but I wouldn't just listen to that song. But I've watched that video a bunch of times. Yeah. That video is well done. Like, I can appreciate a good video. Another song that I absolutely hated the first time I heard it was the Peekaboo song. <laughs> Have you seen the video for Peekaboo, though? With the black chick? Yeah. yeah. That video is dope to me. Yeah. Super dope. Even Lil Yachty, that way they have his colors mm-hmm. popping. Like, I can respect creative visual. Yeah, I mean, you know like, I'm I really appreciate, like, music videos. Like, I grew up watching Hype Williams and, you know, Paul Hunter and, you know, these people that, that I look at the the little credits and like, who directed this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and those are Did the you people. Did see Daniel Allen in, under any of them? Daniel Allen? I didn't see that. You will soon. Okay, cool. We're going to see that. <laughs> if I live. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> and even the music video, um, game has just changed so much like they would they used to spend like millions of dollars on on, on yeah. music videos well, I mean, me and Kevin just talking about that earlier right they used to have many movie budgets for uh, music videos for music videos and it's like now you just you know what I'm saying 
me and you could film a music video after this. Yeah, and it, it, it would look as good as yeah, it look pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's the it's the it's the age of like just making it happen yourself. Like yeah, it is, and it's it's cool. You don't have to have a middleman or have someone kind of doing deals under the table and right. then hitting you with the eye. Right, this is what we got. This is what we working with. And they working with more than what you go. You know what I mean? Like a lot, a lot. I feel like a lot of artists and people have had to go through that for lack of just knowledge and lack of like, oh shit, I really don't know how to definitely maneuver in, in this thing. Because they used it's to a cutthroat industry. They used to put you with the finesse move every time. Like. But let me tell you, any <laughs> in, anything, any industry that involves money is a cutthroat industry. Definitely. So we could be talking about pet food uh, industry. <laughs> like a nigga beat your ass about them, them food prices <laughs> if you get too low if you go too low and put them out of business like pull, yeah everybody trying to pull the jug move like I know some pet food gangsters too if y'all think they ain't playing pet food gangsters yeah that's how you that's the how you the goose is getting low guys you see it's getting weird <laughs> <laughs> that's how we rocking yeah that's how we rocking <laughs> pet cemetery oh okay how you think that movie got made Pet gangsters. Ahead, <laughs> Cam. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Cam. Do the impromptu uh, sound effects. Hey, look, cooking with Dan real soon. Gonna have some sound effects <laughs> on your ass, boy. <laughs> and look, Cam over there, slick. He gonna have his own little button over there for when I start tripping like that. But go ahead. <laughs> Personal life, music videos. What you was um, like? I'm into. Honestly, I'm really fo- just focused on music. Like anything that has so to do with that is fun. Like that I, is fun. I go to I, okay, I go to concerts. Like I go to uh, it, like it, everything involves music though. Like <laughs> I go I go to concerts, watch music videos, um, listen to music, shit. Um, personal life is is music. Like that is. That is the business that I'm in. So, so like, when you was at the Stone Mountain, you was with a female or what? Uh, not at that time. No. Oh, okay. Not okay. the last time I was. I had to put him on blast. You can you can put me on blast. <laughs> I don't care. I I took a couple of females to the Stone Mountain. But no, you know, my, you know what's crazy is uh, yeah, I've been in Atlanta since '88, uh, and last year was the first time I actually went to Stone Mountain Park. Like mm-hmm. in the park, I didn't drove by that motherfucker a bunch of times. But <laughs> I ain't never actually been in until last year. That it's is, pretty dope. That it's, is my that mountain's big enough to where you can just get ducked off and just get in your own little zone and exactly. just kind of just get away from that city. Like you know what I'm saying? That's why I fuck with it, mm-hmm. man. It's like you just. You just kind of appreciate nature at that point. It's like the you ghost just... of Robert E. Lee don't come. Like, <laughs> kick That's another thing. It's you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's the it's that KKK shit go, right. going on in there. So it's like uh, you, you kind of feel good. The South really won. Yeah, you kind of feel good that you that you're here. You know what I'm saying, and, and you know you're not being hanged. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like all right. I'm, uh, you know, when you get up at the top of, have you been up? You've been at the top of the mountain, right? I don't know. I've okay, been along so. the mountain, the scale, the top, the, you know. <laughs> I've been on the mountain. 
Oh, well, when you get up to the top of the mountain, it's it's, it's, it's a feeling that it's like, all right. Is that like, just an elevator you could take there? I mean, there's the, uh, the like sky the sky, sky thing, sky lift, yeah. The mark don't go up if there? You, if you, if you want to be lazy, then yeah. No, I'm you, saying, you, the mark not there? Nah, not the mark, because <laughs> you, you're, you're going to have to take the... Uh, you take the train to the goddamn bus and then get on the mountain, but it'll go. It'll go. I like think that. that should be part of Marta's expansion. One <laughs> <laughs> completely out of this. It's gonna have to make a Marta route. <laughs> drive and drop you on the mountain so you can get to the top right of that bitch. Yeah, that's just da- that's just damn. <laughs> Three cups in and the goose in. That's just my I am a look. My thing for 2018 is I'm not going to be debating. I'm just going to say I am at the end. So I am I am Back to you, chop. Uh, what was we talking about? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, um, I go by the name of Chop God, and I am the realest nigga in the world. Oh, and how many cups in a goose are you now? Couple. You kind of look like DJ Academic, little cousin. I gotta keep it real. Little cousin? Yeah. I've heard that a couple times. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Who I look like? You look like uh, Daniel Allen. That's awesome. Kev, <laughs> okay, so Kev, who I look like? Kev is trying to be so quiet as if. This conversation is going anywhere. At this point. <laughs> Come on, Ken. Who I look like? Alright, so look. Y'all know we gotta do shout outs. Who do you got to shout out? Um, I want to shout out the people that's here: Aubrey, um, Adrian, Kevin, um, Daniel, and um, I want to shout out to. Um, Stone Mountain, obviously. I want to shout out to uh, Southside. Uh, I want to shout out to Dope. I want to shout out to Lanes Cobain. Um, new album on the way. And uh, it's about to be 2018. We're about to take over. Um, and it's about to be. Well, you already know. I got to couple shout outs first of all shout out to Publix Publix that held me down this week shout out to Publix for your chicken tender sub needs hey chicken tender subs can be found available on sale for $5.99 for a limited time that please way. check your pu- local Publix for more offers shout out to Grey Goose shout out to Grey Goose I don't drink white liquor but tonight I am just because he pulled up and was like hey got some stuff Want to drink it? I was like, poop. Also, shout out to, I, I'm going to say shout out to Double AK Productions every episode because that is the production company for your film, media, music, video, whatever audio, video needs. You can follow them on Instagram at Double AKP. Uh, you can also follow the newest urban sketch comedy show that is under construction as we speak. But boy, when it drop, you're going to be like, oh, Dan, I seize you. <laughs> you can follow Sketched Out Networks on YouTube. Sketched Out. Um, as well as on Instagram. 
I also want to shout out Delta again, the number one airlines on the planet. I mean, let's be honest. The Delta Biscoff cookie is just unmatched. Okay. You get a little Dasani water or coffee, your flight's going to be awesome. The flight attendants are always amazing. The service is top notch. Your plane not going to be landing because of whatever. Mm. Shout out to Delta. I love you so much, Delta. Please pay me. Just that was We can start with $100. For Delta. <laughs> and as usual, I will be pumping out these episodes. I got folks lined up and I got y'all ready to listen. And I hope you will continue to listen because I really appreciate everybody supporting me and the feedback and just the willingness to come talk to such a crazy guy such as myself. You're a crazy guy. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. I definitely am. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I hope you all have a great weekend. Uh, I'm going to really try to be more and more consistent with it. So love y'all. Peace. You can do it.